Hallelujah. Once again, welcome to another live broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. This is the day the Lord has made for us to be rejoicing and of course to continually be glad in Him. I want to celebrate this glorious day for His mercy that endures forever. The Lord has really done so much. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Lord has done so much in our life. He's brought us to this day, this day where we have seen the seventh day of our fast. We're still fasting and we believe God for great things. I was actually thinking, uh, um, you know, this morning when I woke up that it will be, you know, a great thing to, to kind of add, you know, another day to this fast. In other words, have tomorrow, making it an eighth day. And uh, of course, eight is always the number of new beginning. And that will kind of, you know, seal up what we have been doing for the past seven, you know, days. You know, I, I remember changing the caption of, you know, uh, my timeline on Facebook saying, okay, fasting is refreshing. And of course, eight is the number of refresh. Is the number of refreshing. Is the number of restart. Is the number of new beginning. And uh, so I was just thinking about that and I said, oh, it, it would be a good thing to actually push, you know, this and kind of add another day to it. So you have what you call the eighth day, you know, of the fast. So we will fast today and then we'll fast tomorrow. And then uh, Tuesday, of course, we're done. I think that's a, I think that's a good thing. And so uh, if you're joining us, welcome this morning. We want to thank God for your life. I want to appreciate those who joined us, those who began with us. And of course, those who have joined us yesterday, I was so excited to hear that okay we have one or two people also joining in the fast i mean it's it's a beautiful thing to fast and of course there are benefits in 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 fasting i mean it's not something that i that i do regularly but it is i live a fasted life like many people know right you know i skip meals there are meals that i don't eat you know i and also eat you know just once you know and then you just eat one or two things during the day but just to also keep the mind a lot, you know, and abreast with what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. There's a condition that we have to maintain in terms of our mindset, in terms of our sense of spirituality that allow us to hear God's voice, to flow, amen, in the, in the instruction and in the directions of the Spirit. And I think that is something that I will want to really encourage, you know, uh, many of our followers, many of our disciples, many of our, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, brethren, those who are, who are connected to us, I want to encourage us to live a fasted life because, you know, that, that will encourage you and, of course, enable you to be able to do a lot of things. You know, there's a, there, like I said earlier, there's a, there's a state of mind that you, we must have. You know, I always say my, my most important aspect, you know, in terms of my resource and my work with God is the state of my mind. And of course, the state of my, you know, spirit affects the state of my mind. Every, everything in our, in our, in our, in our you know, spiritual structure are all interconnected. So if you're not in the right state of mind, it will affect how you see the word, how you engage the word, and of course, how you represent the things of the spirit. So fasting, of course, help us to focus 
right? It, 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 it removes the barriers, the limitations, and of course, the distractions around our, you know, our, our you know, mental, spiritual, and of course, you know, a psychological environment. You know, the things that happens in our minds, in our thoughts, and the environment that we live in all impact how we, you know, engage the things of the spirit. Most time we think, okay, if I'm strong spiritually, then I'm able to do X, Y, Z. That is, that's, that's very true. But guess what? To, to become strong spiritually, you need to deal with certain things. You need to remove the blockage, the distractions. You need to get rid of, amen, of, you know, all those, whatever they may be, you know what I'm talking about, that are hindrance to, amen, that point, you know, you getting, getting spiritual and getting strong requires that we journey, we travel from, amen, the, the, the soul realm, amen, to the spiritual realm. But guess what? The soul realm is not just going to fall design and say, well, go ahead and get spiritual. No, the soul realm will continue to fight you. And that fight requires that we develop a self-discipline, requires that we develop a focus, requires that we develop a consistency, commitment, demands that we stay in the place of prayer, in the place of meditation, amen, demands that we constantly live in that ambience of responding in faith and in obedience to God's will, God's counsel, requires that we respond in, amen, in giving regularly, you understand? So those practices don't happen, you know, automatically. Those practice begin because, amen, or rather start because, amen, you are disciplined. You have the desire. You have the determination. All right? So spiritual things begins with, you know, if you will, you know, a, a self, you know, a, a determination. You have to be determined that you want to do this thing. If you're not determined that you want to go on with God, you want to walk with God, you want to live life via the values and the principles of God, it's not going to happen by, by chance. It's not going to happen automatically. And I think that's where a lot of people are really making mistake because we think, well, well, Jesus has done it all for me. I don't need to do anything. Sorry, it doesn't work like that. What Jesus has done for you, amen, cannot be changed, cannot be removed, is eternal. But guess what? That, that that, that work, that finished work is in one realm. You have to take delivery of those things. Now going to take that which God, amen, has done for you is where the battle begins. Taking delivery, amen, claiming the things that the Lord, amen, has, has offered, has given to you, amen, living life via the values and the principles of God because spiritual things, yes, you read the scripture, you see, amen, the promise, you see, amen, the values, you see the standards of God, you see the requirements of God. Yes, you can read it, but reading it does not make a difference. Reading it, amen, applying them, amen, to your life brings, amen, the change. So that is where the concept of fasting comes in. When you fast, amen, you begin to develop, you know, inner strength, inner capacity. You begin to develop, amen, that inner a, a life, if you will. That spiritual muscle begins to, it's like fasting takes you to the gym of the spirit, all right? Yes, you are engaging in the spirit, but you are also dealing with things that you would not naturally, normally be able to deal with, you know, with your with your sense of, you know, uh, uh, readiness and, and, and determination, all right? So when you fast, you go beyond just, I'm determined to do X, Y, Z. You go beyond that amen to begin to receive grace and strength from the lord amen as as the outer man gets weakened the inner man begins to get amen stronger the bible says as we look unto him as it were in the mirror of his word we are being changed being transformed one from one dimension of glory to another that is what fasting does amen it enables us it empowers 
empowers us. Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Yes, we exchange our weakness, our fear and doubt, you know, and sense of, you know, uh, despondency and, and, and lack. We exchange that, amen, for his life, for his grace, all right? So while, while I feel weak, you know, I, I was putting on one of my pants this morning and I just realized the pant is falling. I had to go get a, a belt and I said, wow, you know, this thing works. You understand? And, that, that, and that's very, that's very, you know, important because like I said, you know, sometimes back there, fasting is not just about, all right, we getting something from the Lord. You know, people have this idea that when the fast is just about, you know, getting something from God. Yes, we get something from God, but what we get from God, amen, impacts, should impact every area of our life. Fasting affects, amen, our spirit, soul, and body. Alright? Yes. You if, if if you're suffering from certain disease, when you fast, when you fast and you focus and your mind is on the Lord, guess what? That disease give way. Yes, because because you know fasting deals with even the toxic you know uh, uh, chemicals in our body, amen. The toxic chemicals in our mind, you know, you feel you feel you feel. Of course, you at a point when you begin to fast, you start feeling pain. You feel you know normally you f you have this headache at, at the back of your brain. You know, yes, you feel that because you know you are being you are being drained of fluid and all of that. But guess what? You are also being drained of demonic influence, amen. That have that have come to. You you know stay at home in our life there are certain spiritual demonic things that we are carrying around that we believe that in fact we we don't even know that they're there so when you start to fast amen those things hallelujah you know you know the lord start dealing with them yes because fasting exposes there's exposes amen satanic you know influence and, and and demonic activity in our life and around us it empowers us spiritually to see things to know things amen to hear things that's why we say when you fast it is always important amen that you surround yourself with the word of god when you're fasting it's important that you meditate on the word of god because you are exposing yourself to another dimension that naturally normally you will not be able to you know see or comprehend or understand but when you begin to fast you can see those things amen you know those things all right and that's why even you know people who are not christians they do fast they fast to enter into into realms into dimensions you understand yes they they people who are into the new age and who are into satanism they, they encourage their followers to fast because that automatically expose you amen to the spirit to the spirit realm spiritual realms amen are real and spiritual things are real all right but we understand that amen god gave us fasting all right the scripture says this one cannot cannot come out these demons will not come out except by prayer and fasting so we don't just fast alone we pray and fast but it's not just enough to pray and fast we also need to meditate this book of the law amen shall not depart must not depart from our mouth from our lips amen we must meditate on it day and night so while you're fasting what you're meditating on amen is important amen what you are what you are viewing what you're hearing is important the environment that shapes amen your 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 place your position of fasting amen matters so much all right so because fasting will give you Amen. That's opening into the spirit realm. Fasting will give you that, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's like it's like the key that unlocks spiritual things to you. Suddenly you begin to have understanding. You begin to see things. Like this morning, I woke up, amen. You know, I, I had a, I had a vision, I had a dream, all right, that I was actually preaching, you know, about the kingdom of God. And I rem I, could, I mean, when I woke up, of course, I, I remember what I was talking about. And immediately I got my iPad and I just typed it out, which of course is a message I'm going to be preaching, you know, very soon. 
all right you know just about how to preach how to advance the kingdom of god how to you know take the message of the kingdom to the ends of the earth without you know basically living where you are i mean it's amazing this morning the lord dropped that in my spirit i found myself preaching to you know certain people declaring the gospel of the kingdom to them the gospel of the kingdom so all of that happens when you begin to fast you are able to enter into realms when when you fast with the knowledge of god in your life god begins to use that word amen in your spiritual fast amen to you know to open up channels to open up realms to open up dimensions in the spirit and also to even war to battle amen you know you, you, you know this few minutes before my broadcast this morning i never thought of of, of what i was, what i was saying right now i never actually planned to say what i'm saying because i really want us to go back to what we what we looked at yesterday and of course we're going to go back into that but i felt the lord wanted us to have a kind of a perspective to fasting all right because it's important that we know why we're doing what we're doing amen that we understand the value of what we're doing all right yes you will lose weight amen now i've added another day to it all right so we're not just finishing fasting today we're going to take it amen to the eighth day to the eighth day. So if we're gonna be doing this, amen, next year, December, amen, is gonna be eight day, not seven days. All right. So th this is just this is something that just came afresh you know, to you know to you know to my understanding. All right, that yes, seven is perfection. You've got into perfection. Why don't you just add another one to it? Amen. Uh, giving you access into new newness, new reality, new day. Hallelujah. So we want to thank God for what the Lord is doing. In fact, we, we can see that truly God is helping us, God is He, he is our help and he's enabling us he's opening doors he's opening channels he's opening amen a, a portals for us and we are beginning amen to to understand what he's doing in our day so i really want to thank god for amen this time this moment it's not been easy particularly the past two three days for me it's not been easy it's been you know but i thank god i give praise and glory to god that you know one is just there and to you know to you know to tell the devil that you you think you can stop this okay i'm gonna add another day to the fast it's got it's not we're not just gonna stop today amen we're gonna take it to the eighth day hallelujah that is like when the the, the, the prophet asked the king amen get your bows amen and an arrow all right shoot and 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 the, and the king shot amen yeah, out of the window amen and he says get the, you know your, your your arrows hit the floor and he hit three times and the, and the and the prophet was angry with the king now we're not gonna allow amen you know our our strength to be stopped amen because we choose amen to to be limited by what we see no we want to take this thing amen to the finish amen we want to bring it to completion yes he who has begun this good work in us amen he is able to bring it to the finish hallelujah and so I want to thank God, amen, for all my sisters and, and brothers, wherever we're connecting from this morning. And I appreciate God for your life. I want to believe God for grace. I want to believe God, amen, for, you know, authority as we fast. Things are happening in our life, amen. As we wait upon the Lord, amen, things are changing. Things are being renewed, recalibrated, amen. We're entering into a new position. We're entering into dimension, into new reality. Hallelujah. As we wait on the Lord, though the outer man is 
perishing. Yes, the inner man is being renewed. Hallelujah. On a momentary moment, on a momentary basis. Hallelujah. This is what the beauty of fast is all about. Amen. We are being transformed in power. We are being energized, re-energized. Hallelujah. We are being graced. Hallelujah. You will never be the same again because you are waiting on God. You are standing on his word. Amen. As we push in the spirit. Amen. We are entering into that position where we can give birth. Hallelujah. Remember one of the scriptures the Lord gave to us. Let's go quickly there to Isaiah chapter 54. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 54. Then we come back to, uh, amen, the, to the direction of the day. And Isaiah 54. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 54. This is one of the words God gave us in one of the days of our fast. Amen. It says, Sing, O barren woman, you who never bore a child. You who never bore a child. It said, Begin to begin to begin to shift your mood. Hallelujah. Begin to shift your mood. Amen. Begin to enter into the reality, the realm, amen, of singing. Begin to enter into that moment of joy begin to hallelujah change your attitude why because god is doing a new thing it says sing oh barren woman oh barren church oh barren amen business whatever it is whatever has been barren looking amen unproductive amen now, the things that men have said it's not going to work it cannot work amen this one is dead now god says sing you see, God is not about the circumstance. He's not looking at the circumstance to proclaim and to declare. The word of the Lord, amen, is coming to us. It says, sing, O barren woman. And well, like we said, you know, in, in, in the course of our teaching, you know, we said that woman is a type of a church. All right? It's a type of us. It's a type of our life, amen. We're coming out of barrenness. We're, we're moving out of barrenness. Whatever it is in our life, amen, that has been defined to be barren. Come on. The Spirit of the Lord is coming with a prophetic word. He says, sing. Bust forth into singing. You who never bore a child. In other words, what, whatever has stopped the capacity to bring forth, Whatever has hindered your ability, amen, to, to become, you know, fruit producer, proof producers. Hallelujah. It's time for those things to change. Sing, O barren woman. Bust into singing. Amen. Bust into a song. Shout for joy. You who never, amen. You never, who never knew labor, who never neighbor, amen. It said, because more are the children, amen, of the woman. Because more, more are the children of the desolate woman, amen, than, than how who have, who have a husband. Then he went further and says, enlarge the place of your tent. Enlarge, enlarge the place of your tent. And I said, amen, that enlarging the place of your tent starts with your mindset, my mindset. We begin to think of enlargement, not enlargement, amen, of our own selfish kind of desire, amen, not enlargement, amen, of our own ambition vicious you know ungodly things no enlargement you can only enlarge when your mind is renewed amen when every aspect of your life is focused on the kingdom hallelujah when you are focused on the things of the kingdom you cannot be small-minded 
when you're focused on the things of the kingdom, you cannot be small-minded. Amen. You cannot be limited. Hallelujah. You cannot be shortchanged. You cannot be, you know, you know, imprisoned to one little cocoon, to one little place. No, no. You begin to enlarge. You begin to call the things that be not as though they were. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent cutting. Amen. Wide. Stretch your tent cutting wide. In other words, amen. Enlarge that vision. Amen. Stretch out that dream. Amen. Let that which heaven has proclaimed and declared over your life. Amen. Begin to enter into a new dimension. Begin to step into that next frontier. Begin to stretch out. Amen. Into the north, into the south, to the east, to the west. Amen. Begin to claim. Begin to you know, retake the territories that the enemy has taken. There are territories that the enemy has taken in our land. There are things that Satan has stolen from us. Amen. There are things that we we have allowed our past uh, past experience past challenges there are things we have allowed our environment amen to steal from us because when you grow up from an environment and that environment has come to define you and shape you you you, you basically believe that certain things amen are not for you you come to accept that well this is how we do things here and that is how it's going to be but the word of the lord says no amen and the bible says you know in the when the blessings of the lord was upon the children of israel the scripture said concerning Joseph, amen, that his, his branch, hallelujah, will reach beyond the walls. His branches will reach beyond the walls, hallelujah. God, God is breaking limitations, amen. He's giving us a breakthrough capacity. That's one of the things that we also looked at, amen, in one of our fasting, amen. We believe God for breakthrough. We, uh, Bible says about, about, the, about the chief men, the mighty men of David, they have the capacity to break through, amen, the garrison of the enemy, the garrison of the, of the Philistine. They have the capacity, the ability, amen, to go through, to break through and bring water, hallelujah, for David. We want to develop such capacity. These are, amen, kingdom realities, amen, that we have to enter. And one of the things that we see that fast will do, amen, it takes the word of God and begin to embellish it upon our spirit. Begin to imprint, amen, the, the life and the authority of the spirit of God upon our life such that we are able, amen, to begin to walk in the reality, amen, in the authority, amen, in the power of that which, amen, the scripture has proclaimed and declared. The word of God is prophetic, amen, by nature. The counsels of God for our life, amen. They are yea and amen. It's a lengthen, lengthen, lengthen your cord, stretch it out, strengthen your stake, hallelujah. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess the nations. Your descendants will dispossess the nation, amen. And and, and settle, amen, in their in their desolate you know, cities. This is what this is what the Lord says. Now, I, I want to believe God this morning for great things as we continue to pray and believe God, Amen, for good for good things. Amen. Uh, uh, let's go to Psalm. Thank you, Father. Let's go to Psalm twenty-three. This morning, uh, we're just going to quickly go to what I have in mind for this morning. All right, we're dealing with the, the concept of provision. dealing with the concept of provision all right yesterday we began to look at this and i just felt that uh, uh we, we we need to continue on that this morning even though yet yeah, today is the seventh day we're supposed to be dealing with something else but i felt we have not we're, we're we're not done with amen what we checked yesterday so let's just continue on that you know uh, uh, note that we established yesterday and i'm going to come back to uh, um second 
Corinthians. I'm going to come back to 2 Corinthians. I'm going to come back to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. But first of all, let's look at, you know, this scripture in Psalm 23. Popular scripture, of course. But it lays for us something that we need to track in David. Like I said, when we talk about provision, we are not limiting our mindset to just money or material things. We're looking at provision, amen, in all ramification. We're looking at provision in all area, in all sphere. We're looking at provision, even provisions that cannot be touched, amen. Provision that, amen, that, 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 that are required in our, in our psyche, in our mental state. Provision that are required, amen, within our spiritual condition and environment. Provision, amen, that deals with relationship. Provision, amen, that deals with connectivity, amen. Pro provision that deals with amen the favor of god amen and of course provision that deals with material and finance of course we we need all of that but we're saying we, we we're not we're not being limited by that amen we need money amen we need material things yes to to carry out those are the last aspect amen of provision when god put money into your hand is because there are certain things that you have understood there are certain things amen that have that have been well organized uh, you know in your life that needs now amen to come into fruition that needs to come into manifestation but before you get into the point amen of of having money uh, there are certain you know layers and, and preparation of ground amen that is well established in your life because money is the last point amen of execution Alright, and we saw that yesterday that God gives us two kinds of provision. He gives us a seed and he also gives us bread. Hallelujah. We're gonna come back to that. But today, let's 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 look at Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. David understood this. And I think this is one of the things, amen, that made David one of the most, you know, powerful, amen, uh, 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 men in, in, in his generation. And of course, still today, all right, J David is still a reference when we talk about, you know, understanding the ways of God, the things of God, amen, the principles of the kingdom. We find many of this, amen, in the life of this man. David understood God. He understood his ways. He understood how, 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 how God is as a father, amen, to us. Amen. It says the Lord is my, my, my shepherd. And of course, David, amen, is a shepherd. So he understood the principle of shepherding. Amen. The, the shepherd makes sure that, amen, it takes care of what? Of the sheep. The shepherd takes care of the sheep. The, she the shepherd takes, ca takes care of the provision, amen, the sustenance, amen, the protection of the sheep. Because the sheep is not just about food, amen. The, the, the sheep is the industry, amen, that sustains, amen, the, the, the income, the development of I mean, of the community, all right. So, so uh, protecting that sheep, amen, uh, uh, deals with amen uh, a powerful spiritual principle, amen. It says, "The Lord is my my shepherd; he is my provider, amen. Is my protector, amen. Is my guide, amen. Is the one who leads me. Is the one who builds me. Is the one who surnames me. Is the one who establishes me. The Lord is my shepherd; therefore, I do not want." Have you noticed that I didn't just talk about I do not I do not need even your wants amen I met the Lord is my shepherd I do not have a need I do not have a want it makes me 
Look at that. He makes me to lie down in green pasture. That is something we have to believe and accept. Amen. In terms of the nature of a father, in terms of the place of God in our life. Amen. He makes us to lie down. When you may look at things and you may not see it as a green pasture. Amen. You may be in some place and they tell you to lie down. I mean, it was Jacob that got to, you know, uh, 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 you know, the, you know, Pandanaram as he was journeying. Amen. He, he got to a certain place. The scripture says, the, the night set on him. And he took one of the stones there. You don't lay on the stone. But he took one of the stones there. Amen. And he laid on it. And we saw amen, that that stone became a portal into a dimension that he was able to begin to see his future. He began to see his destiny. He began to see the counsels of God for his life. Amen. It's from that point that how he has been shaped and how amen, he has been named. Amen. And, and defined particularly by his, by his mother. Amen. Began to change. The scripture says, as he laid on that stone, as he laid in that place, amen, things began to happen. And that's what we are believing God for. That when we are asked, amen, to lay down, because the shepherd, the good shepherd says, lay down. That when we lay down, amen, covenants, amen, are cut on our behalf. That things begin to happen in our life. That direction, instructions, amen, begin to flow into our spirit, man. That the vision of tomorrow, amen, becomes clear to us. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pasture. That's where we want to be. We want to lie down in green pasture. Amen. We want to lie down in the place that is that is that is flourishing. Amen. That is nourished by the Spirit. That is established by God. Amen. He makes me to lie down in great pasture. He leads me beside the quiet water. Are you seeing the nature? He makes me. He leads me. It is God that is making us. It is God that is leading us. And wherever God leads us, you can be assured, amen, of his provision. Wherever, amen, God leads us, we can be assured, amen, of his sustenance. So one of the things we need to learn, hallelujah, as we seek divine provision, as we seek divine sustainability, is the ability to hear God. Is the, is the grace, one of the provision that we need is, Lord, give us the hearing ears. Because, amen, our provision, amen, is, is, is resting on our Ability to hear to know the instructions to, to follow the directions of God amen he leads me beside the quiet water he restores my soul these are principles of prosperity these are principles amen of provision these are principles of divine sustenance these are the concepts amen of the wealth of the of, of god amen there are riches in the father which we are going to look at this morning there are riches in the lord amen he restores my soul he guides me amen in the path of righteousness for his nature's sake for his covenant's sake for his name's sake Whenever we talk about the name of God, we talk about his covenant, amen. We talk about, amen, his unfailing character, hallelujah. He makes me to lie down, amen, in green pasture. He restores my soul. He guides me. Have you noticed that it is the Lord doing all of this when we acknowledge him as our shepherd when you acknowledge him as your shepherd these are the things that amen will be done these are the provisions that you are going to experience in your life amen the question is have you officially accepted the lord amen as your shepherd because if he's your shepherd then he's the one guiding you is the one leading you is the one instructing you is the one teaching you is the one amen you know uh, 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 you know you know leading your paths is the one you know bringing you to the place that he knows is good for you in other words we have to submit to his wisdom 
We have to submit to his. Now, when a sheep strays from the shepherd, you know what happened? All kinds of things happened. In fact, the sheep amen, is exposed to the wolves. When a sheep amen, strays from the shepherd, amen, that sheep becomes exposed to the wolves. And there are all kinds of wolves out there. There are all kinds of wolves that want to strive with you. That wants to make sure, amen, that the things that God has given to you, amen, are taken. There are all kinds of issues out there that are wolves. They are coming, amen, for you. So we have to stay, amen, within the ambience, within the environment, amen, that the shepherd, the good shepherd, amen, has created for us. Because it is the duty of the shepherd to watch over us. The Bible says, while shepherds were watching their flock by night, provision amen of pro protection while the shepherds were wa watching their sheep by night amen they heard a voice amen rejoice earth goodwill to men salvation has come Emmanuel is born a king is born today in Bethlehem hallelujah what a provision to earth a provision to eradicate the issues of rebellion and ungodliness wickedness perversion that has pervaded the earth God God provided for us. He restored us back to himself by giving us his only begotten son. And today we can rejoice, amen, because Christ was born. But the key we're looking into this morning is there are shepherds that have been assigned to watch over. There are watchmen, amen, that, are, that have been set over our walls, set over our environment, amen, yes. That's what we are. That's what we have been called to do, amen, as watchmen. We are shepherds. We are, we are gatekeepers. We watch over the flock of God, the sheep of God. Amen. Why they don't even know it? We are to watch. We are praying. We are seeking. Amen. We are believing God for his hand to be mighty upon his people to protect. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. What is it that you, that you are in need of? What is it that you are seeking for? Amen. What is that area of the Lord? Of, excuse me that you're seeking for take it to the lord in prayer take it to him amen in fast take it to him amen in trust hallelujah the lord is my shepherd i shall not want amen joy the lord is my shepherd i shall not want peace the lord is my shepherd hallelujah i shall not want direction the lord is my shepherd amen i shall not want protection the lord is my shepherd amen i shall not want amen favor the lord is my shepherd i shall not want health the lord is my shepherd Amen. I shall not want amen a son, a daughter. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want amen the right man, the right husband, the right wife in my life. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. I shall not want a teacher. I shall not want one who speaks into my life. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want finance. I shall not want lack. I shall not want. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want peace. I have peace in abundance. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. I shall not want rest. I have rest in my life. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. I shall not want, amen, you know, uh, uh, you know, self-control. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. I shall not want discipline. Hallelujah. Self-control. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, amen, good friends. Amen. Good, good covenant relationship. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want direction. I shall not want a leader. The Lord is my shepherd. If he's your shepherd, he gives you all of these things that we're talking about. 
The Lord is my shepherd. Have you seen how the Lord provided for David? The guy was a fugitive. He was running, amen, from, 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 from Saul. Saul had army. Saul had all kinds of things behind him. Yet he could not find David. Because God was his, God was his protector. Amen. When they try to give David up, the Lord will have spoken. David is out there. He's, he's in another place. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord brought, amen, generous. God brought skillful people to David. I'm believing God for this kind of grace. Amen. That when the Lord brings men and women who are highly skilled and resourced, that I will not feel jittery. I will not feel insecure. Hallelujah. That I know that these people have been brought into my life to shepherd them and to give them direction as we take a kingdom for the Lord. Now people can come under our spiritual wings and they can have the power and the grace to express their gift and grace without anybody hindering them. Yes. Yes. Because that's a major issue in the church, in the body of Christ. When the people God brings into our life start shining and we begin to think they are shining us, then we'll find a way to start putting up their light. It's ungodly. Want to celebrate people prosper, people you know grow, increase, and expand, amen, and be themselves. We didn't, we didn't have to, you know, you know, suck up to God knows what in our life. No, as long as they recognize that they need grace for cover, we cover them and allow them. And if they are failing, we support them and bring them up again, push them, do it. The Lord is with you. Yes, the Lord is my shepherd. I'm not in need, amen, of men's support. I'm not in need. I'm not afraid, Aaliyah. I'm not insecure, amen, of, of people in my life or people out of my life. The Lord is my shepherd. I am satisfied. I am satisfied. I am fulfilled. I'm fulfilled all by myself. <laughs> I'm satisfied all by myself. I rejoice all by myself. And when God brings a thousand around me, I still rejoice, amen, all by myself with the thousand around me. Hallelujah. And when it's time for the thousand to go, I am still all by myself, satisfied, rejoicing in the Lord that men don't make me. That who comes or who goes don't make me. Hallelujah. That what is in my account or what is not in my account doesn't make me. That what makes me is my connection to him. My shepherd. The one who, who, who guides me. Who leads me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. When you find people, you have to every time explain yourself to them. You've got a problem. I was thinking about that this morning. That's one of the things I was thinking about this morning. I was just thinking about, you know, some things. And it occurred to me, when you have people in your life that you have to, every minute of the day, have to explain why you didn't do X, Y, Z, or why you did what you did, then you've got a problem because those people are weight. You will never be able to rise up into, amen, the things God will have you do because you are forever thinking about them. What would they think? Well, no, no, just be yourself. Just be yourself. I am by myself. Nobody should hide under, you know, under, you know, my, my wings. You know, people should come and we celebrate them. We, we love people. We encourage them. We will shepherd people and build them up and release them if they want to be released. But people should never think without Isaiah Phillips, they can't do what they need to do. You're permitted to do whatever you want to do. You're permitted. 
You don't need my permission to do what you want to do. Go ahead and do what you need to do. If it's not right, I will counsel you and tell you it's not right. If it's right, I will tell you, go ahead. I will support you. And even if you decide, well, I'm still going to do it. Guess what? I'll still back you. And if you fail in it, I'll still be there. Amen. You still have my shoulder to cry on. Because sometimes we, we need failures to learn how to succeed. Come on. Yes. That's what the shepherd does. When the sheep goes astray, you know what the shepherd does? He takes his rod, amen. He breaks one of the legs of the sheep. And he's still the one, amen, that, that bandages that leg, amen, until that leg gets what? Gets healed. But then the sheep would have, yes, it will, it will have registered in the mind of the sheep. This is the reason why this happened to me. So I don't do it again. There's a place for correction. In the body of Christ, but we don't we don't correct people to abuse them. We correct people, amen, that they may be instructed. So I thank God that God is adding people to us. God is increasing, amen, our work and I mean and, and our and our footprint in terms of leadership will continue to increase, will continue to show pioneer what it means, amen, to be amen, a, a, a leader in the new day, in in the third day church, to be a leader, one pioneering the grace and the spirit amen of melchizedek melchizedek all by himself he doesn't need amen the crowd to be a king he's been crowned king by the king of kings and the lord of lord hallelujah bible says bible says he's the priest he's the priest of the most high he is the priest of the most high not just the priest of men when you are just you know the priest of men then you are afraid if people don't give to you then you're afraid when people leave you. Then you're afraid if people sneeze. You're afraid if, you know, if people don't like what you have said. But if you recognize that your priesthood first is to the most high. You see, your, rep your representation before men, hallelujah, is secure. The word of the Lord. Our priesthood has gone beyond, you know, provision, seeking provision from men. Our priesthood, amen, is, is one that is connected to the most high. The Bible talk about Melchizedek, amen. He's a prince and yet he's a king. David was a king, a priest, a prophet, a judge. Come on, friends. We are entering dimensions here. And these are all within the ambience of what is called the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom, amen. It's not, it's not, it's not seeker friendly. The gospel of the kingdom, it takes babies empower them build them feed them until they grow to mature all right we don't we don't sit around you know our, our infant things no we recognize infancy we recognize that but we want our infants our children to grow so that one day they can take their rightful place amen as king and as priest themselves but when you have people who want to just be children all their life no those people, they will weary you, they will drain you, and you will not have the capacity or strength to reach out to the others that, amen, are in need of grace. We're not, we, in 2021, we're not going to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, entertaining all of that. No, 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 no. In fact, this, by the end of this year, I'm going to want, you know, I do that every year. I look at the list in my, in my Facebook, people are following me. If you have not been active, I delete you. Because I'm not on Facebook, I'm not on social media to play around, to joke around. No, no, no. We're there strategically. Hallelujah. It's a day of harvest. But when you're not, when, you, when you're in and out, you're not, no, no, you're gone. That's the truth. That's 
of course you know by now this is why we are dealing with the things of the kingdom we're preparing the people our ministries to prepare a people. So when we talk about seeking for resources for, for the days ahead, you know, we're not just talking about amen, having something that we can boast around, show ourselves, hallelujah, I just got myself a nice car. The Lord is my provider. You know, I just got myself this nice house. The Lord is my shepherd. No, that's not what we're talking about here. Those things are good, amen, and they are basically an instrument to advance. God blesses his interest in our life. So if your interest is not the kingdom of God, amen, you can be talking kingdom, you can be sounding kingdom, but if your character and attitude is not kingdom, sorry, we'll keep you at an arm's length. And some are already keeping themselves. We thank God for that. We thank God for that. It, it, it enhances our work and assignment. Amen. This is the church of the last day. There is no place to play around. When you look at the kind of, you know, demonic, satanic things going on out there, we cannot afford to be playing around with the things of God. We cannot afford, amen, to be playing with, amen, low minds, amen, very, you know, uh, uh, you know, backward thinking, you know, people who call themselves Christian. No, we cannot afford that. The kingdom cannot afford that. Look at the quality of men who came to David. David just woke up one morning and said, oh, how I wish to drink from the well close to Bethel. And these three guys who were the chief, chief of, of, the, of, of what the Bible called the, 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 the armies of David. The skillful warriors of David. All they did, they just heard David, you know, made that statement. And the Bible says they went. One of these men, Bible says, killed a man, a, a thousand people with his hand, with his spear. Excuse me, with his spear. How do you do that? How do you do that? So we are talking about skill. People think when when they come to you, you know, with the grace or resource, that uh, well, it's because you need them. It's because or uh, no, no, no. These are these are people that are successful. Ah, God help me. We're gonna talk about this next year. We talk about leadership. These are successful people on their own right. But they recognize the reason why God has made them successful is because there is a greater success earlier that must happen in the kingdom. They say the kingdom is bigger than any gift. The kingdom is bigger than any man. The kingdom of God is bigger than any network. The kingdom of God is bigger than any, any office. It's the kingdom of God is bigger than the prophet. It's bigger than the apostle. It's bigger than the evangelist. It's bigger than the teacher. It's bigger than the, the fivefold. Oh God help me. The kingdom of God is bigger than the fivefold ministry. Help me Lord. We're diving into some things we're going to be looking into next year. So God is going to be bringing resourceful. Some of these people will be more skillful than you. But because heaven, amen, has surnamed you. Heaven has chosen you. We recognize he's the chosen one. This man recognized that David is the chosen one. They were not looking at his skill. They were looking at his heart. You see, a father may not have all the skill, but he's got the right heart. You see, that's why I'm not the best preacher. If you, if you look at it, I'm sure by now you recognize that. I'm not the, I'm not the most eloquent preacher. <laughs> but I've got something. I've got a large heart. I've got a heart that can accommodate. I've got a heart that can build up. I've got a heart that can take you in. I can take you in. I can take people. Yes, you know, when I, when I was a pastor, I've, I've got people living in my house, literally. I'm saying this so that everybody know. They, they, I'm sure some of them watches me. They, they were living in my house. They were not coming and going. No, I groomed them. I built them up. 
And it's not like I had, you know, I had five-bedroom apartment. No. I only had two-bedroom apartment. So you can begin to imagine. A two-bedroom apartment. And there were two, two brothers living in my house. Then another one comes and goes. Go to school from my house. Went to university from my house. What am I saying? I'm saying that there is a heart God has given to me to raise people. It has always been like that. And it's, it's not going to change. And from there, we discipline them. We build them up. We encourage them. Yes. Yes. We train them. And that spirit has not changed. It's, in fact, that spirit is growing the more. And that's why people are coming and say, I want to come under your spiritual. You know, there are people following us. I said this before, and I'll say it again. There are people that have been following us, but that for, they have never for one day said, I want to come under your spiritual covering. And they expect me to just, Im you know, imagine. I don't assume. I do, I do not assume. We do not assume in the things of God. You, are, you have to come and seek grace from the, from the one who carries grace. Remember, I wrote a whole book, amen, how leaders must not take advantage, must not use their authority to abuse, yes. So I'm bringing the balance. So, so you don't think. You need people in your life. You need grace in your life. Somebody's watching me. You need to hear what I'm talking about because I've deviated from the things that we're supposed to be saying. But God is speaking to somebody. Maybe God is speaking to the generation earlier that have, that have, that have gone so out of order have gone you know into their own things thinking i don't need nobody in my life i don't need nobody to guide me i don't need no you will end up in a place called destruction that is a way that cement right onto a man because your capacity cannot think outside amen the thing god wants to do in your life so you look at the you look at what is going on you say yes this is the right road it seems right now it looks right now but the end is destruction you would have gotten to the end but by the time you realize what have I done with my life? You've wasted your life. You've wasted your time. You know, when people came to David, David had no prospect of being a king. <laughs> David had no prospect of being a king. But guess what? He's been chosen. Even at that point, the oil had not been poured upon his head. But he's been chosen. And even when the oil was poured upon him, guess what? He was still a fugitive. This was amen, an anointed king, a potential anointed king, but a fugitive. But men who are searching, just like amen, those disciples, those, those guys were searching for Jesus. They said, we have found him. We found the Messiah. They said, who, who, where? They said, Nazareth. <laughs> Nathaniel said, come on, guys. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of that Isaiah? That bloody Nigeria who says he's a prophet. Can anything good come out of, out of that person? Well, if you want to find out, there are good things that have come out of my life. There are people that we have raised. There are men and women that we have empowered today who are in ministry doing their own thing. I don't even know where they are yet. Yes, good things have come out. So please, when God begins to walk in our life, let's not begin to think. You, you, you begin to sample the man from the outside. That's why you need your sight to be calibrated. Because when you are sampling things from the outside, there's every possibility that you will choose the wrong thing. You will make the wrong mistake. Because listen, <laughs> things that look guilty, that looks like gold, in most cases they're not gold. True gold don't shine, shine, shine. It's not shine, shine, shine. Through gold, you know, it has beauty, but its beauty is not so obvious. Only those who can identify true gold will know that that's a true gold. That one is fake. When you take even a phone that is made from, you know, one of those street corners in China, 
all right, with the real one and you put it together, you will, you will hardly notice the difference. But when you begin to look, look closely, uh, you begin to, oh, no, 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 this one is fake. Yes, by the time you carry them, you, you feel the weight, you know, ah, no, no, no. You must have the capacity to identify who are carriers of the glory and the presence of God. Particularly in the days where people are looking for some prophet to follow. Listen to this. If you don't know how to recognize a prophet, there's a difference between following one who is gifted in the prophetic ministry and one who is called into the prophetic office. There are many people out there who, are, who, are, who have the prophetic gift, who have a prophetic gift, which everybody in the church should have. That's why we're doing our training school on the prophetic. Every child of God must have a prophetic spirit. That's what, that's what I teach. You must have a, because if you have a prophetic spirit and you grow in your prophetic spirit, you will definitely grow into the prophetic giftings. Yes. You'll be able to see things. You'll be able to hear things. You'll be able to understand things. But it doesn't make you a prophet. My child is not me, but there are things about my life, amen, that my child, you know, uh, uh, my son has that I've imparted into his into his life, but he's not a, he's not he's not Isaiah Phillips. You are not God. <laughs> you are made in His image and in His likeness, but you are not God. Somebody said, "Well, because because we are made in the image and the likeness of God, therefore we are gods." No, we are not gods. We are not gods. There are dimensions within your life, Amen, that cannot be duplicated, Amen. Not even by your own son. <laughs> hallelujah come on friends this is this is good word this morning good, good meat this morning amen this is this is an enriching amen the lord is my shepherd i shall not want if the lord is your shepherd let him guide you let him lead you when he points to you that's that's your husband there you don't begin to like uh, this one no no it can't be this one where's his car where does he live where is he working? What are the circle of his friends? When the Lord said, that's your wife, amen. You embrace it. Because they have, they have looked at your life. God is the, is, the, is the perfect matchmaker. Who says God still doesn't find women for, you know, for, 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 for us? God still finds wives for us. We just need to follow in obedience and accept what he's given to us. Or the one you choose for yourself, all your life you'll be fighting beasts. All your life you'll be fighting you know unnecessary demons because you're looking for the one that looks god knows what <laughs> you understand this god is the one that choose for us the lord is my shepherd i shall not want what are you wanting what are you in need of take it to god amen and when you take it to god he he can he can he can guide you Amen. He can, he can lead you. When you trust God, he will guide you to the place, amen, of making the right choice. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Quickly, let's go to 2 Corinthians 9. This is where the Lord began to take us to a dimension yesterday. Beautiful scripture. Mm. Hallelujah. Beautiful scripture we looked at yesterday. I want to believe the things that we've we've just shared, amen, is 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 something the Lord will have us release. And thank God that we're able to release that. Amen. Looking at leadership, particularly for next year. Renew your vow 
I'm committed, amen, to, 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 to the grace, amen, in the life of the one that heaven has placed as my shepherd. Don't you understand that Isaiah Phillips is, is your shepherd? He's the one guiding you. He's the one leading you. Amen. He may, he may not have money to put in your bank account, but guess what? And if he does, he will do that. And I do that as the Spirit of God, amen, will, will, will allow me, as the Spirit of God will empower me, amen. We help people that I don't even, I don't tell people. I don't tell. I don't, I don't, I don't, because I don't announce it. We don't need to announce. As people blesses me, I also make sure that I reach out in blessing to those who I need. Yes, but we don't say it. I don't announce it. Just like, amen, those people who are also reaching into my life, they don't announce it. You see, that's the relationship God is building in this last day. That's what we are seeking for. It's the kind of covenant, not when somebody blesses you. The entire Cape Town, amen, knows about it. Some people, they've not even blessed you. All right, they've not blessed you, but the entire world already know that this is what they want to do. That's why God shuts their mouth and he shuts, amen, that, that blessing before that thing gets to you. God makes sure that he blocks it. They will not take glory. You cannot take glory over the things God is using Isaiah Phillips to do. You cannot take glory. God will block it. He will stop it. That's my prayer. I've always prayed, God, do not put people into my life who will give me, but the gift amen, becomes an hindrance for my advancement. You kind of a gift that you have to look at their face before you prophesy, before you speak. And when they, when they give to you, you cannot correct them. You cannot rebuke them. Please hold your gift or else... You're going to hear me say, may your gift perish with you. The Lord is my shepherd. I am not in want. I am not in want. When, when, when there is a want in my life, there is a need in my life, the Lord will steer the heart of the right ones. Regardless of where they are, they can be close or far away. God will speak to them. Go bless my servant. Just like God speaks to my own heart. Bless that person. That's how the things of the kingdom. Listen, friends, <laughs> we, will we will remain for another for another two million years. You will die, your grandchildren will all die and go until a generation comes into this reality. Only those who preach the gospel of the kingdom, amen, will hasten the coming of our Lord. So why, why would I be joking around? Be you know, playing around with it. No, we want to preach kingdom gospel. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to the ends of the earth. Then the end shall come. Not preaching what you feel. Not preaching your, your own heart. Not preaching your own desire. Not preaching your own ambition. Not preaching what will motivate and, and keep your church running. No, 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 no. We're, we're done with all of that. We're preaching a gospel that will, that will shut down the church but will advance the kingdom of God. We are for the kingdom. They say we are yours. Oh David, son of Jesse. <laughs> they made covenant with him. David said, have you come to expose me to my enemy? Or have you come to advance the cause of the kingdom with me? One of them stood up as the spirit of God fell upon him. He said, we are yours. We have come to pay allegiance. We have come to renew this covenant. We want to make you king. We want you to stand in the place that heaven have already declared. It's people. If people want to it, listen, if the devil wants to bring you down, he will send people into your life. If God wants to raise you up, God will send people into your life. That's why I keep telling us, friends, the greatest resource we want outside the, the release of the spirit, amen, is people. People. 
May God release people into your, into your life, the right people. People that will see your potential and find it and, 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 you know, and, and help you, to, you know, to release it. People that will cover you in your time of pain and, 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 and downtrodden. People that will be, be there, amen, to pray for you without, without even them telling you they're praying for you. People that will give to you, amen, and will still honor you. You see, there's a gift that you give. You give it because you just have to give it. But there's a gift you give with honor, with honor. That's what we want. Where is my honor? God did not ask for gift. He's not looking for bulls. He's not looking for chicken. He's not looking for goat. He's not looking for your ram. Hallelujah. He said, where is my honor? Where is my honor? Our gift must come with honor. When you give your heart, hallelujah, must be honoring the, the person that you're giving. I don't give to things, to people, things that I cannot use or things that do not benefit me. No. That's how we give in the things of God. It's kingdom life. Kingdom principle. We're in the day of the kingdom, friends. We're, we're, we're accelerating the realities of the kingdom. Thank you, Father. We are accelerating the realities of the kingdom in our day. We're not doing things because of us. We're not doing things, amen, because of us. We're doing things despite us. David said, I will not give to God that which will not cost me. It must cost you. That's why this fast period, amen, is costing us. But we love it. We love it. If it doesn't cost us, then it's not sacrifice. Don't give to God, amen, or to the things of God, that which is not defined as sacrifice. When you're giving, it must be sacrifice. It's painful. Yes. It touches you to the core until you rejoice. Not feel, you know, sad. You know, my children have got a song. Uh, the, the man sings. He says, sing, you know, give until it tickles. Not until you feel like, oh God, this is painful. No, it must tickle. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. That's the kind of gift we, we want. You know, some of the greatest givers that I've ever known are from my country, Nigeria. I mean, people will give there. I tell you, they, they give. You know, and giving has to do with the, the, the culture that is exposed to us in an environment. We're talking about God giving to us, so we also need to understand what giving is. Because God doesn't give to stingy people. God doesn't give to people, amen, who all their life, their hands are like this, like a fist. They, they're always tight. They never open up. So if, if you don't open up, how, how would you even receive what God wants to give to you? Because they're afraid, amen, to let people see the little they have. Now talk about people who are dangerously givers. They, I mean, I can give you testimony of people. I've, I've met people who have given a whole building. The built, the built, the built, not bought. They built a building from the scratch. From the beginning, from foundation to the end. Finished a whole structure. And give the key of the building to the man of God. Is yours. So that's why God blesses people from my country. Nigeria. Some of them of course. They've taken the concept of giving to the extreme. But when you talk about people giving. I don't, I don't think there's any place in the world. I, I'm, well I don't know. I've not, I've not heard of. The kind of people who, who, who give to you. When people give to me when I was in, I mean, my country, my world, they, 
you, you know, you, you, you're like, yes. And I've seen some of, I mean, I've met one or two people here who, who have that potential and grace. And when they give, they give, you can know that, yes. And this is, this is how the kingdom advances. Because those will recognize what God has done in their life. And I'm saying this because there's a tendency and there's a false culture in South Africa, amen, that stop people from giving. Because of the you know the 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 the, the banking system, the, the 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 credit system. When you live your life via the credit system, amen, you deprive yourself from entering into amen the full reality of the wealth of the kingdom. You cannot, amen, live your life be limited by the credit system, amen, and you really want to give. It's not gonna happen. Because you're thinking of all kinds of things, but yet you want the blessings of God. It doesn't work that way. Bible says the Lord loves a cheerful giver. We, we want to come into the blessings of God, the grace of God. We looked at a principle yesterday. We looked at a principle yesterday. And this principle is very important because the Lord, amen, is speaking to us. Let's go to first, uh, Second Corinthians 9, 10. In fact, let me go to, let me go to verse 6. I think it's important we start from verse 6. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly, you know, sparingly, will also reap sparingly. You see, we cannot talk about God increasing our income, our, you know, resource in 2021, amen, and not look at the other side. No. The things of God always move, amen, in a, parad in a paradox reality. In a dimension, amen, of two, two realms, two, two, two different things flowing together. So it is sowing, amen. It is sowing and reaping, amen. It is sowing and reaping. There are always two dimensions, amen, of the realities of God. So it's not always one way. It's not just one way. He said, remember this. Whoever sows sparingly, you know, you just throw one there and then you throw another one here. You know, you're very, you're very, you know... Uh, economical and, and i'm using that word now in a negative term you know about the things of god you know no no whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly whoever so generously that's what we're looking for whoever so generously will also reap generously each one should give what he decides in his heart not in his mind not by pressure each one should give, amen, based on what he decides. Because the heart, the, the, your environment, the spiritual condition of your life is the place where you interact with the things of God. You see, it is God that will speak to you. This is what I want you to do. I thank God, amen, for how God have used people to, to give into our work here. I, I mean, the things, like I said a few days ago, we have hit, we have, in fact, when I checked yesterday, we've hit, amen, 4,046 by, by yesterday, I think. Yes. Listeners of our, you know, online, you know, audio or just the audio uh, a platform, just the audio alone. No video included. 4,000 plus. Last month it was 3,000. And I'm asking myself, who are these people? But you can see the stacks. The stacks don't lie. It tells you where they are, where they're coming from, their country. Amen. The only thing is, it, it cannot pinpoint who they are. But it tells you who, where, where they come from, the environment. You understand? This is God. And I, let, me, let me give you this testimony just to let you know. Was it, was it two years ago? Yes, it was, I think it was two years ago. Yes, two years ago. 
I was using this other platform where we pay and we pay so much every month. Close to about 300 rand, uh, there, there about, I pay every month, right, for this, you know, uh, uh, audio platform to, you know, to, to, to keep our audio, you know, online and of course to release it to, to you know, uh, to YouTube. You, they, can, they can upload it to YouTube and some other platforms. But they were messing up. And I was struggling with them. And so I made a decision that I was going to, you know, discontinue with them. And at that period, you know, Anchor just came, you know, into the limelight. Not too many people know about Anchor. In fact, very few people knew Anchor. Anchor was bought over by, by, by Spotify. You know, and, and I'm thinking, Lord, this is not a popular, you know, platform. Nobody knows this platform, but they were free. But of course, I'm not just looking about this, the, the, the fact that they are free. Can they deliver? Do they have what it takes? But then something said to me, if this thing is bought by Spotify and, and, and Google owns Spotify, what do you think is going to happen? That is the point where you need to begin to project prophetically. Now, I'm thinking. I said, I think this is a good deal. And we started. I uploaded, I think, about 400, you know, of um, audios there, you know. And it was, you know, the, the, the first few months was challenging. But at, at a point, I, 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 we began to get a feel of each other. And the rest of the story. Today, you can listen to our, our podcast on all, almost all the platforms. You can listen to it, amen, on Google Podcasts. You can listen to it on Anchor, amen. If you are, and of course, on Anchor, you can listen to it on Spotify, all right? Spotify today is one of the highest, you know, music distributors and uh, uh, um, um, what do you call it now? podcast you know distributors so we 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 with there four thousand plus people guess what next year we want to do more next year by god's grace let us hit at least seven thousand what are we doing well, this is not just about numbers it's about amen reaching the nations these are these are some of the things the lord said to me this morning all right if you're preaching the gospel of the kingdom and you're preaching it from a point that is called the mountain of the house of the God of Jacob. When you preach the gospel of the kingdom in, in an environment that is built up, that has become the mountain of the house of the Lord, amen. That point becomes your broadcasting, amen, network. It becomes your broadcasting portal. It becomes a place, amen, where the things of God can flow into nations. We are reaching nations today via the technology that has been provided, amen, for our generation. Back in the days, you know, 50 years ago, you will have to be traveling, you know. And even if you do all of that, you may not be able to carry out effectively the kind of things that we're doing today. Just using platforms. That's why next year we want to invest amen, in some materials, equipment, you know, uh, 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 other platforms. And of course, you know, uh, softwares that can help us to advance this work. We've got to do We've got to push the gospel of the kingdom. To the ends of the earth. Thank you, Jesus. Now I said, let's start from verse 6. Second uh, Corinthians 9, verse 6 says, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each one should give what he decides in his heart to give, not not 
not of regret or compulsion. Not of regret or compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. Verse 8. God is able to make all grace abound to you. Uh, this scripture is, is amazing. Listen to this. I want you to listen to this carefully. God is able to make all grace abound to you. Remember, we cannot function in any area of life or calling without grace. Grace is the enabler. Grace, amen, is the is the is what gives us advantage, is what gives us an edge, amen, above people that are even you know more skilled than us. It's grace. Amen. It is the grace of God. But guess what? The grace of God is connected to what? To giving. I saw this. I said, Wow, grace is connected to how we give, not just what we give. God loves a cheerful giver, God loves those, amen, who give. Amen. Without grudge, without regret. Amen. And God loves those who give. Amen. Generously. But most of all, God loves those. Amen. Who give. Amen. Uh, 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 with, with a sense of, you know, gratitude in their heart. And God is able to make all grace abound to you. So that in all things, of course, all things relates to the all that, amen, defines your life, your environment, your core. When we say all things, what are the all things that defines your life? All things, I, I believe, will, 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 will reflect your spirit, soul, and body. Amen. But also will reflect your work. Amen. Your calling, your ministry. Amen. Your family, your children, your husband, your wife. Amen. Your, your world. So when when Bible says all things, it doesn't mean that you just all things. No, no. All things around the all things that defines your own life, my own life. God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things that defines your life, amen, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound, amen, in every good work. We're talking about resources for the days ahead. Hallelujah. We're talking about resources for the days ahead. You will abound. You will abound. To abound means to have more than enough. To have more than enough of creativity. To have more than enough, amen, of understanding. Alright? To have more than enough to know what to do regarding that challenge in your workplace, in your business. To have more than enough to know what to do in running that ministry effectively. That when God brings people into your life, you know how to abound in their life. You know how to resource their life. You know how to build their life if you're a minister of the gospel. Hallelujah. That in all things, you will abound in all good works. You're carrying out good works. You're carrying out works. You abound in them. Amen. As it is written, he scatters abroad his gifts to the poor, to the needy. He scatters amen, his gift. God scatters his gift around, abounds. God is scattering gifts. As we're, as we're speaking right now, there's a scattering. There's a release of gifts. If, if the one that connects your life, the one that is relevant, you catch it, you receive it. Lord, yes, that's mine. I receive it. Amen. As it, as it is written, he scatters abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness, the act of righteousness is connected, amen, to how we release gifts. He's scattering it. He's releasing gifts. He's releasing gifts. The fivefold is a release of gifts to the nations. I am a release of God's gift, amen, to this nation, amen, and to my generation. Yes, yes. God says, now I'm relocating you to South Africa. From South Africa, you will reach the ends of the earth. 
I recognize my, po- my place and calling in this nation, but I rec- also recognize my place and calling outside this nation. You've got to have clarity and understanding, amen, in the things of God over your life. I recognize my place and my calling in this environment and beyond this environment. One of the things we are believing God for next year, amen, is to begin to, amen, you know, reach out, you know, reach our feet, amen, into other provinces, into other, you know, cities, into other places, amen. In South Africa, we want to believe God, amen, to enter into Johannesburg again, amen, to go into, you know, into Eastern Cape and all of this place, amen, Pretoria, wherever, hallelujah, the places that people don't know about. I'm not just about the known city, amen. I want to go to a place that, you know, uh, talk about, I don't know, somewhere. You, know, you take me there. I want to be there, amen. I'm a missionary. I want to be able to imprint the heart of God, the mind of God in the life of people. Hallelujah. I want to go to where, amen, the gospel has not been reached. The gospel of the kingdom has not been reached, amen. I want to go into a place that, you know, people will, will appreciate the values and, 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 and honor, hallelujah, the gift of God. You know, you can have apostolic message. You can, you can have the best message. If the heart of the people are not prepared to receive, they will not be blessed. That's why it's important that men of God must prepare the heart of their people. Preparing the heart of the people, let me balance what I'm trying to say. It's not telling them, this man has written 10 books. Because that's how we introduce men of God. This man has written 10 books, ten book, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's an international preacher. He's been to Canada, he's been to America. He just flew in from, uh, from France yesterday, you know, to, to meet this meeting. Now what are you doing? You're creating something in the mind of the people. You're projecting the mind of the people to the wrong thing. I'm not saying we should not honor people. I'm not saying we should not, you know, you know, praise the grace and the gift of God. But that is not what, amen, should lay the platform of how people should receive. Because how you present the gift is how people are going to embrace it. You see, I, 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 I used to teach on, you know, you know, school of ministry. I teach what we call school of ministry, how you prepare people for ministry. So I understand all of these things. I understand the politics of ministry. You see, the way you project people a gift, amen, will define how people are going to receive it. That's why I tell people, don't, don't, I don't like you sounding my praise. Let the people know who Isaiah Philip is. I'm, I am a very unassuming person. I will, I will disappoint you, you know, if not, yeah. <laughs> but I carry something and I can be a blessing. I'm a resource to the body of Christ. I'm a voice to the body of Christ. But all of this little thing that you want to know, please. Because it's important we do that for people to see the gift for who he is. And not use these fig leaves to cover the person and define what the person is. And that's why people will do, they'll go out of their way, you know, to address, to overdress themselves. To a people who are just in search of God, who are still impoverished, who need clarity and direction. So what you're telling them is when you look at me, you understand what prosperity is. That's a lie. Because for all I care, that suit, you could, maybe you went to borrow it. That car, maybe you're still trying to God pay over. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. We need to be truthful. We need to be honest in how we present amen, and defend the things of God. And present men of God and women of God. Let's not let's not create fear and create amen, a, you know some idea idea of is unreachable, is untouchable. Wow, 
is you know when you begin to say this man has been all over god knows where and somebody who is in that congregation who has not even traveled to Johannesburg, but who doesn't know how to go to you know god knows where and he's sitting down what do you think you've created a demigod for that person these are the things that choke the life the, the power the wisdom and the authority of god amen from our message we have to be simple yet complex in our expression we have to be simple yet strong in our determination the greatest mistake anybody amen will want to make is to take my simplicity for granted yes i've said that several times because they will look at your simplicity and they think you're nothing they just want to walk walk over you talk over you it doesn't work like that i will let you know and put you amen in your rightful place i've got the voice to do that but we so we it's important that we we recognize and we appreciate amen humble people truly humble people not people are trying to trying to make people think they are humble no you have to be truly humble which we must recognize that because that is our lord jesus christ he was the meekest of them all he was humble yet he was the leader this is what leadership is all about we learn to dress for the occasion without compromise oh yes he scatters, he scatters abroad his gifts to the poor his righteousness endures forever verse 10 he will supply seed to the sower he will supply seed to the sower amen god is the one who is the supplier of seed to the sower the sower is the agent of god amen amen is the agent of god the agent of god is the one who goes to sow on behalf of god just like i'm an agent god put a word in my mouth like i told you this morning god woke me up with a with a dream with a vision amen i knew that's the word god wants us to preach so we'll preach it i preach a little bit of it you know in my message today but guess what as we continue to rise up and develop in the capacity of understanding this concept that god is the supplier of seed the seed must not come from us the seed comes from him because amen he knows what he wants to see as an harvest from that seed he will supply seed to the sower the sower is not the one that makes the seed the sower is not the one amen that defines the seed the sower is to prepare the ground amen and to make sure that the seed given to him are sown beautiful word he will supply seed to the sower so we are believing god amen that come 2021 he knows the ground he knows amen the kind of ground that we're stepping into in 2021 so we are believing him for the right seed we want to take the posture of sowers sowers tell yourself i am a sower i am a sower of the seed of god i am a sower of the seed in the ground god is bringing me into in 2021 yes I don't know the kind of ground that heaven is going to be opening up. I don't know the kind of farms God will be, God will be opening up. You know, you know we, we've, we've got all kinds of farms. All kinds of farms. People are farming all kinds of things. So, amen. How prepared the ground is will define the kind of seed that is given. Because the, 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 the ground, amen, speaks into the climatical condition of that environment. 
Have you noticed, amen, that the climate of an environment defines the kind of ground? There are certain seeds that will not, amen, work in certain environment. No matter how you prepare them, you take them there, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Because the ground, amen, in that environment is different. It's different. I was, I was, I think I was, you know, mentioning this a, a bit earlier. All right, that you know, people in certain environment they, they don't know how to give, they don't know, and some don't even know how to receive. Why you go to certain area, you know, certain place, certain region, people are open to the things of God immediately. They're quick, they're quick to receive. You know, like the Bible talk about the Bereans, they are quick to receive, but also, amen, not just taking everything, they will go and cross check if the things that was proclaimed and declared are aligned to the will of God. Right? We want to create amen, an environment in this nation where people will be truly open up to the things of the Spirit and not be deceived, not be carried away by charlatans. You know, because people are open to falsehood. That's why you discover that all kinds of false order, false prophet, false God knows what, false churches, everyone, they've got their base in South Africa. Why? Because amen, it's a nation that is open to all kinds of things. Even the Constitution allowed that. When they tell you that South Africa has one of the most, you know, uh, one of the most best constitution in the world, what does that mean? It means that anything can be done in this nation. People can come from other countries, you know, gays, where people have been rejected to be, you know, to marry as gay. They'll come to South Africa, they get married. All right, you can come to this nation and and get married to, you know, your dead mother, and you know, you can do all kinds of crazy things. Why? Because the constitution makes room in the name of freedom. You know, if we don't understand the, the consequence of freedom, we will reap amen, the, the, you know, the, 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 the other side. Because when you give freedom without clarifying the responsibility of freedom, you've got to understand that amen, you, you, will, you will be dealing with the consequence. Freedom must come with discipline, with clarity, with understanding. Amen. With, 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 with gratitude, with love, with appreciation. Yet with, with, you know, with sobriety, with sacredness. He will supply seed to the sower. And bread for food will multiply and will multiply, amen, will multiply your, your, your storehouse of seed and increase your harvest. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Let's round up. There's other scripture that I would have loved to read, but I just have a sense in my spirit. Let's 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 put an end to this this morning. Hallelujah. Because this is of course a continuation of yesterday evening. And I thank God for what the Lord Amen has used us to you know to release, to proclaim, to declare. The word of God is life. The word of God, Amen, is 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 ever new. The word of God has the capacity to expand in us. So, Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for Psalm 23. Thank you for 2 Corinthians, oh God. Yes, 9 from 6 to 10. Thank you for the things you've said to us. Lord, I would have loved to go to Genesis 26. We'll talk about Rehoboth again. Yes. Thank you for the things you revealed to us yesterday about Rehoboth. Lord, that we have moved away from the place where we have, we have, we have been strived. Yes. Men have strove with us. We've moved away from there. We've come to the place where you have made room for us. And we are prospering in the land. We are prospering in the land. We are increasing in the land. We are multiplying. We are, 
Yes, rejoicing in the abundance of Rehoboth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the street called Rehoboth. Thank you for the highway called Rehoboth. Thank you, Father, for the increase of your wisdom and grace in our life. Yes. We also looked at uh, Proverbs, Proverbs, Proverbs 8 yesterday. We looked at Proverbs 8 yesterday. Then there's another word in Proverbs that says, Amen, it is the Lord, the wealth of the Lord, the blessings of the Lord. Amen. Increases us, but ask no sorrow. Increases us. Lord, we thank you. Your word is life. We receive your word. Yes. We receive grace, truth into our lives. We bless you. We honor your name. We appreciate you. What can we say to these things? You've always been our shepherd. You've always been our guide. You lead us to the end. Thank you. Our God, our King. Our Ebenezer. Yes, you are our Ebenezer. You have helped us, O oh God. We've come to the place, O oh God. Yes, Father. Of blessing. Ebenezer. He has helped us thus far. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to you. Sakuraba Kepando Brekishtayende. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for our life, our household. Thank you, Lord, that you've gone ahead of us. We've prepared the ground. We're preparing the ground. Come 2021 and the years ahead of us. We thank you for your, for your name, O oh God, that will continue to increase in our lives. Your presence, your covenant that will not fail. Yes, to the ends of the earth, you will continue, O oh God, to bless your people. Thank you for your church rising up in this glorious day. A church without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish. Hallelujah. We honor you. Thank you, Father, for strengthening your breath, your, 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 your people, O oh God. I thank you, Lord, for strengthening your people. Grace upon them, Lord. Yes, this is not a wasted time. It's a time of investment into their future, a glorious future. For God says, I know the plans that I have for you. Good plans, a future and a hope God has for you. I thank you, Father, for those future and I hope are blooming right now. They're coming forth. Their path is being lightened, oh God. Their ways, oh God, is shining brighter, oh God. Yes, Father, as they go beyond the morning star to the full sun of the day. We're going beyond the morning star. God gave us that word a few, few days ago. We are moving beyond the morning star. We are, we are coming to the full full sun of the day fullness of the day yes until father we thank you glory honor praise adoration wait for you in zion we celebrate you today thank you father for what you have done in my life thank you father for renewal thank you father for new beginning in my household in this ministry oh god of the potter's gate thank you for increase, 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 increase in our lives. Everyone connected to us. Thank you for your blessing. Your glory and praise will continually be on our lips. And will continue to honor and adore you. Oh, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Well, we are done this morning. Like I said, I would have loved to continue. But I just had a, a lead in my spirit to, to stop now. Hallelujah. Thank you. I really want to appreciate everyone, everyone, particularly those who are committed to this journey. 
I want to thank God for your life, really, from my heart. I want to appreciate what the Lord is doing in your life. I have no doubt. Yesterday, we, we, we hit something in the spirit. It's like we hit a different note in the spirit yesterday. And I know something has begun to shift for the best in your life. The voice of one has gone ahead. The way is being made for you now. The highways, amen, are being constructed. God is leading you forth into your day of joy and grace. That no matter the challenge you're going to face, coming because to say we're not going to face challenge, it will be a lie. But heaven has prepared, amen, a place for you. Your heart is prepared. Your mind is prepared, amen. Yes. Your faculties are aligned to take it, to face the bears and the lions, amen. And to rest with them and, and tear them as if they are nothing. Yes. I thank God for the grace of God. Your, your horns are, are, are anointed. Yes, afresh. Your cup is running over because the goodness of Yahweh guides you and leads you. The Lord is your shepherd. You will not want. I thank God for every seed that you have sown in terms of, in terms of time, prayer, and fasting, and giving. You shall not lose your reward. It will, it will come back to you in hundredfold. Lift up your eyes, the Lord says. They still say it's four months. The field is white for harvest. Thank God for grace and skill to harvest. Some of us, the harvest has come, but we don't know how to harvest. May God give you grace and skill. You know, when, when, when things began to happen, the guys went to the master. They said, Master, but we sowed the right seed. How come this ungodly seed is coming, coming out with this godly seed? Can we go and remove them? They said, you're not skillful enough. Leave them until harvest time. The Lord will send harvesters. May God send harvesters into your life. People will know how to correctly divide the word of truth. Who know how to separate errors, hallelujah, from truth. The profane, amen, from the sacred. Yes, in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. People that will help you manage your time, your resource, capacity for investment. Yes, yes. That, 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 that the seed funds will begin to flow into your life. God is the supplier of seed. In the name of Jesus, He will supply seed for sowers to reap. I thank God that God is supplying seed. He knows the unique seed that you need. He knows what he, he needs you to plant, where you need to plant it. The environment that you that is required for the seed is given to you. If there's a seed given to you, you need the right environment. You need to know that seed. You, know, you need to know the right place. Because like I said, the soil is determined by the environment, by the climate. May all of these things begin to work in your life. Some, of the, some business will need to shift from one place to another. Amen. Some people will need to relocate. Yes. Some ministry will need to re, redo things differently. Hallelujah. Some of us will need to move from one point to a place. Some of us might have to change jobs. Whatever it is. But the Lord will be guiding and directing you. Via his spirits. Via his leading. Based on the resource and the grace. Some people where they are right now. They are not doing well. But if they will only listen to God and shift to that rightful place God wants them to be, then people will be wondering, what happened? What did you do? Just a shifting. Just a movement. 
Isaac wanted to move from the land of Gerea, from the place where he's been wrestled, he's been, he's been fought, he's been rejected. He, he felt, let me move. They said, don't move, stay here. You came to the same place that your father had established something. Stay there. Abimelech began to see this guy prosper. He was initially prospering. Things were happening. But as this guy began to grow the more, the Lord began to bless him the more. Abimelech could not take it again. He said, no, 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 no. You are too much for us. Please leave. He moved to another territory among the Philistines. In the, land, the, the Bible says, you know, in the, the, the land of Gerea. The people rejected him. They, they, they closed the well he built. The place of his source is like, is like starting a business and, they, and somebody comes and shut it down. All right? He started another one. They shut it down. He started a ministry. They shut it down. He said, what's going on here? Yes, there is a place. God is pushing you to your railboat. Thank you, Sister Tina, for putting out that word. That word just stirred my spirit again. There's a railboat God has ordained for us. There's a railboat waiting, amen, for Potter's Gate. The Bible says when he got to Rehoboth, the Bible says, and they did not strive with him. And Isaac said, the Lord has made room for us here. <laughs> God is going to make room for us in Rehoboth. It's still the land of the Philistine. He didn't need to go somewhere else. There's a room for you. Amen. Where heaven has located you. Hallelujah. If God wants you to be in the midst of something, you will be there and you will prosper. Because God has made room for you there. So don't run because, you know, they're Philistines. No, no, no. Don't run. Don't run from them. Move to where God leads you. Stay there. God led me to this nation. You see, men, men wanted to drive me away. I said, no, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. When all kinds of things began to happen, some people said, why don't you go? I said, I'm not going. I'm staying here. Because where God leads you is where he prospers you. Where God leads you is where he gives you a voice. You see, if I was in Nigeria doing what I'm doing right now, I will not be able to kind of carry out the kind of ministry that I'm doing right now. I'll still be effective where I am, but it will not be amen, the way the Lord will have me do it from this point. Location, amen, connects in obedience, brings, hallelujah, increase. There's something called the riches of God. When you connect to the heart of God, the mind of God, it increases you. The blessings of God makes makes increase it has no sorrow every form of sorrow in our life we banish it sorrow is not of god so don't let your heart be sorrowful we are not people of sorrow if, if there's any time we need to be sorrowful amen is, is when there is sin in our life or when there we see sin around that's the only time and that's a godly sorrow but i'll talk about godly sorrow leads to repentance but any other kind of sorrow is not your portion i banish it from your life let people weaken you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory to Jesus. I, I'm rounding up. We pray. Father, we thank you. We rejoice in you. We celebrate you. We celebrate you. Thank you, Father, for all that is needed is done. All that is needed regarding our family, our children, going back to school. Yes, we thank you, Lord, that you supply all our needs. Thank you, Lord, for people who are relocating houses, places, work. Thank you, Lord, for supply. Promotion, we receive it in Jesus' name. Direction, we receive it, yes. All for your kingdom. See, when we do anything in the context of the kingdom, without any selfish hidden agenda, we prosper. We prosper. We are prospering. 
will prosper in the land. God says, I have, I have exalted amen, my king. I have enthroned him. He will rule here. He will reign here. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. May you be blessed. May your household be blessed. In this season of joy, may joy fill your heart. May goodness fill your household. May you celebrate the goodness of God as we have waited and we're still going to wait, amen, till tomorrow again. May God perfect everything that regards your life. Yes, eight is the beginning point. You will start afresh. Remember, that's the word God gave to us as we began to deal with the concept of coming out of the ark. New beginning. In new beginnings, we sow new seed. We don't sow the same old seed because we've been brought into new territory. Yes, the water has cleansed all the evil of the old. We begin to sow afresh and new. That's who we are. We are sons of Noah. Hallelujah. We're sowing new seed on new grounds. It was God who told Noah, now come out of the ark. You, your wife, amen, your children and their wives, they came out of the ark. We, we, we have come out of the ark. And heaven, amen, has established a place for us. And we have built an altar to the name of his glory. Hallelujah. We have built an altar to the name of Yahweh. Hallelujah. And he has perceived the aroma of this altar, of this, of this sacrifice. Glory to Jesus. We have done so many things this, this year that have laid foundation for us to enter into New Year. Wanted to go back to some of those messages we preach, amen. And coming out of the ark, excuse me, yes, coming out of the ark. Powerful principles we've established. Thank God for what God has used us. I am so happy and satisfied with what we have done so far in 20, 2020. Yes, it was a year that was so brutal to us, but the Lord prepared us. It was a year that took a lot of things from us, but it was also a year that added to us the righteousness of God, the word of God, the will of God, the counsels of God. In my year amen, of ministry in this nation, 2020 was my best year. My best year. Why? Because the Lord had prepared us ahead. Yes. He has sent a Joseph ahead. Right now, we are proclaiming that we are Joseph sent, being sent ahead of 2021. God is preparing us. That's why we are taking this time to pray and fast. It's preparation for us. We don't just enter. No, there are no accidental things in the things of God. There are no coincidences in the things of God. You don't just woo. What is this? No. He prepares you before you come in. Glory to Jesus. Let's rejoice in the Lord. We celebrate God. Hallelujah. We celebrate his love. We celebrate. Amen. When, when God said it's time to get up and pray. He's preparing you for something coming. When God says get up and fast. He's preparing you for something that is coming. That is not the time to say. No Lord. Can I sleep one more hour? No, no. That's not the time. The time to sleep is coming. But this is not the time to sleep. They said this is not your place of rest. Rest is coming, but this is the time to get up and walk. Walk while it's day, for the night is coming that no man can walk. Hallelujah. Let's understand our timing. Let's understand the timings of God, the comings of God in our life. When God says it's time to give, don't begin to look. Hey, but how am I going to? You, you just obey God. Like that woman, amen, obeyed God when, when the prophet got to the, you know, to the land. They, go, they say, go to Zarephath just obey i know people have taken advantage i know they've abused that scripture but it doesn't stop the rightness of the scripture that the, that, that that people have, have abused the things of god does not mean that the things of god amen does not work it still works 
As long as people with the right heart touches, it will work. So let's not focus on the naughty things and the wrong things people have done. Let's continue to do the right thing. Because you can look at a thousand and one things people have done wrongly and conclude that you're not going to respond to God. Well, that's you and God. And you can say, well, but God, God is, is... Listen, friends. I made a statement some time ago. What God said, what is true yesterday is true today. It will be true tomorrow. In two million years' time, truth will remain truth. Circumstance does not change truth. Event does not change truth. People can change the truth. Hallelujah. Uh, that your wife died, your husband died, that you lost a son, does not change truth. Truth, hallelujah, remains forever. Event doesn't change truth. They can come with, come with all kinds of law. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. And let me say, let me say to amen, this nation, South Africa, the government, you know, you, you can legalize homosexual, you can legalize lesbian, lesbian, lesbianism, you can legalize, you legalize, it is human law. It doesn't change, amen, what God says in his law. This is what will cause us, some of us, amen, to pay the, you know, the ultimate price. Because they will, they, will, they will kill us for what we stand for. What we believe. I stand by the word of God. If somebody come to me and say tomorrow now. You have to recount these things or else. Well, sorry. You got to do what you need to do. But I'm not going to change what the word of God says. Because listen to this. You can only kill the flesh. You can only stop a man. The physical. You cannot stop the spirit man. Come on. Let's look at the reference. Of how, how we've been journey, How we've been coming in the things of God. The laws of men cannot override the laws of God. No, no, no. The laws of God are given to guide men, to protect us, to provide for us, not to harm us. His plans for us are good plans. Those people who want a man, you know, and a man and a man who think they love themselves, there's no love. If they really understand what love is, they won't declare it as love. Call it something else. Two women can come together and say, well, because we love ourselves. No, we want to live together. It's not love. You can call it something else. Because there's only one who defines to us what love is. We are all created. Nobody's a creator. If you are not a creator, you can, your law cannot override the laws of the creator. You see, there are certain things that I, I find it difficult to accept in God's word, but it doesn't, it doesn't change the reality and the truth of it. <laughs> How I feel about it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Men will come and go. The word of the Lord stands forever. Hallelujah. I just love God. Isn't, isn't, isn't that something to hope on? To If you want to build your hope on anything, build it, amen, on a tested, tried love. They killed Jesus. They thought by killing him, you will kill the movement. <laughs> they made the biggest mistake of their life. Even the Bible says, if, if the prince of this world knew, he would not have crucified the Lord of glory. He would have just left him to be making noise all around. So you thought by killing him, you will kill the move. You will shut the thing. The more they killed him, the fire grew the more. <laughs> oh Lord, you're worthy of glory. This is a faceless move. So the fact that people have, have misused, abused, and, and, and mishandled, and, and done all kinds of things. So the principle of God's word, listen, it does not change that word. 
You can't wake up tomorrow and look at Genesis and he's saying something else. It's still the same thing in the beginning. <laughs> God created the heavens and the earth. It won't change. Aren't you, aren't you glad that you have a hope and a future? That you're not in some religion looking for light. That you already found the light. That you know the light. Amen. That you're not doing some religious thing to appease some God amen, that is in need of, of goats and rams, that is in need for you to travel somewhere for, 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 for your prayer to be accepted. All right, no, no, no. And wherever you are, you call upon the name of the Lord, He answers you. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Father. It's God, but it's my Father, He's my King. He is my savior. He's everything. He enables me. When I, when, when I spoke about this fast, when the thing came to my mind, we're going to fast. I looked at this. Seven days fast. Like that. Just like that. You know, you know how the flesh will first tell you, why don't you make it three days? <laughs> Seven days. This is our seventh day. And we're going to add another one tomorrow. Whatever God calls for, he enables. That's how we know if God is in something. He will grant you the grace to see that thing through. Thank you, Father. Thank you. All who call upon your name with sincerity. You hear their voice. Those who search you diligently with all their heart will find you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us once again. I thought I said that before, but I appreciate it. You see, that's a stirring of the spirit. I want to bless the Lord for what he has allowed us to carry out this morning. May his goodness and grace continue to lead us, guide us. May he continue to empower us even to do more want to appreciate everyone who have joined us this morning. Thank you, Sister Nkumisa. Right? And of course, Sister Tina, thank you. Everyone, uh, of course, I can only see those two names. You can see the way I'm straining my eyes. Right? But God bless you all. I appreciate you. If you've joined us this morning, if you have listened to our broadcast this morning, men of God, I know there are a lot of people who listen, who watch, and of course, many people, you know, later on, get to connect and join and watch. Of course, thank you so much, every one of you. And of course, those people who are listening, who, who listen to us on the audio, let me use this time to say thank you. Appreciate how you've believed in us and you've continued to, you know, uh, uh, push forth and uh, seek, yes, the truth. Want to believe God. Please continue to pray, continue to support us. If the Lord drops it in your heart to be generous to us, why don't you reach out and be generous to us, right? And we believe God for great things. Come the year 2021. God bless you. I'll see you in the evening, hopefully. And of course, if I don't see you in the evening, God has been good to us this morning. The network was uh, uh, much better, right? So if uh, we have this same kind of network in the evening, of course, I'll be here. Or else, it will be tomorrow morning. But enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.